Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. During a small period of peace, two Hussites have decided to join a caravan traveling to the Hussite bastion of Tabor. By accident, they have found the remnants of an unholy text and have suffered ever since. Join them as Brother Jan, played by Chris, and Sir Reinhard, played by Craig, walk on the edge of damnation with Slavic as the storyteller. If you'd like to follow us, you can find us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM or on Facebook at Twin Cities by Night and on Discord at Twin Cities by Night. If you'd like to help support the podcast, you can find us on Patreon at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome to Human Character Creation Session for Inferno Temptation. Oh yeah, that's right, it's coming. Okay, so first things we're going to do is we're going to introduce the characters. So, Craig, if you could please introduce Sir Reinhardt to us. Uh, yeah, hello everyone. Um, I'm Craig and I will be playing Sir Reinhardt. Uh, Sir Reinhardt is a young knight, about 22, 23 years old, who immediately following his knighthood, um, went on a pilgrimage to Rome, and now his head is filled with a bunch of Catholic grandeur, and that's probably going to clash with pretty much everything that his moderate Hussite family believes back home. Um, He's trying to find a middle road, um, sort of with the aid of his mentor, whose name is Father Thomas. He's a priest that he met in Rome, and he's kind of like, trying to teach him how to read Latin and, you know, guide him on the straight and narrow. But as all young knights will, they tend to stray. Um, so he just returned um, to his homeland um, um, for the events of the campaign. And his virtue is faith. Uh, whatever he ends up deciding that's going to be, he's he feels like if he uh, follows the um, word of God, that his soul will be taken care of. His wrath is uh, his vice is wrath. Um, he has a tendency to, you know, get kind of passionate about things, and this typically manifests in the physical abuse of his squire Peter. And uh, yeah, so we'll we'll see what uh, kind of uh, things that um, Sir Reinhard will get in. Um, his his uh, concept is basically he's the second son of a very very minor noble family in Bohemia. Yep, he's actually uh, sort of on the border between Moravia and Bohemia, which is also sort of interesting because he's sort of stuck between Catholicism and being a Hussite. And of course, you know, Moravia was mostly a Catholic region and Bohemia was a Hussite region. So we've got that sort of dichotomy, you know, sort of tearing him apart. Yeah, um, I think um, like when he went on his uh, pilgrimage, he kind of got, he saw Rome and all this um, Catholic splendor that was everywhere. And he was dazzled by the horse and pony show, so to speak, and got home and found out that his real only, his only real connection to like the Hussite um, ideology was, you know, family loyalty. Um, like his father um, was killed ironically in a hunting accident. And his older brother has been in charge of, the lands and he's been sworn in service for him for well, about a year now, which he spent 
you know, learning the faith. Yep, that's true. And, you know, this is a uh, very active time for a Hussite night. So the Hussites, they did this thing where they went on what they called beautiful rides, where officially it was to spread the faith to, like, bordering regions. But what they actually did was they just went on raids, basically to Germany and whatnot. So would you think that Sir Reinhardt would ever have partaken in such a thing? Oh, most likely. Uh, I did mention his uh, vice's wrath, and I put four dots into uh, weaponry skills. So he, he tends to, you know, smack um, people around. Um, another thing, I mean, I know we're going to get to the character sheet later, but uh, he has two dots in bullying peasants um, for intimidation. So, um, yeah, he... He, he's, he's one to like let his station be known. He is better than pretty much everyone, even though he is a very low knight. Uh, that is going to be very interesting, especially uh, once we get to the city of Tabor, since the extremist Hussites, they were very much big on equality. So they called each other brother and everything. So that's going to be fun. So, Chris, on to your character then. I'll be playing a character named Brother Jan. He is, uh, he's basically a radical Hussite. He was, he's about 17 years old, 16, 17 years old. He doesn't know his exact birthday, uh, because he has vague memories of being a guide on or some sort like that in some army or some type of battle. But he experienced this, this horrible, like, like wound, like crushing blow, like a sword blow across his face that, uh, and out of character terms gave him like a a traumatic brain injury but he has this huge nasty scar that goes like across his face it didn't blind any of his eyes he has uh like like really thin blonde hair and kind of like a high receding uh hairline for such a young age that he has and he has like a very blonde like wispy beard but he um and basically doesn't have too much memories of his life before that it's kind of like a blur he was basically uh raised up up uh, recovered i guess in a way by Hussites and radical Hussites. And so he found himself in a way being molded by these people because they saw he had a nat- he had a natural skill to express himself and he had a kind of like this 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 rabid like dr- uh, rabid faith when it comes to their their cause, you know, that that's why he's a radical, you know, he 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 has such a such intensity for it. But also he has an ability to communicate with people and to spread the word to where like almost like his scar rather than scare people off across his face almost like draws people to him. And he he kind of he is very almost like, you know, everyone is equal. Everyone should share things amongst each other. And he he has a he has a huge, huge um uh, uh I don't know what the word I'm thinking of. Like he the four articles are his life right now you know what i mean his four articles is his life and he thinks that like every he thinks the catholic church is corrupt he thinks that like the catholic church is is all monetary right now but he has this weird infatuation with the fact that like he can speak and understand like latin and very fluently which kind of like fucks it with his head because he didn't learn that from the Hussites. he knew that beforehand so he's kind of like torn you know like with how he knows latin so much but he looks at him like the tip of the spear when it comes to the fight against the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So just for our listeners, uh, the Four Articles of Prague were the program of Hussites, which 
were basically written and agreed upon by them. And they're summarized as four points, which is the freedom to preach the word of God, celebration of the communion under both kinds, which means both bread and wine to priests and lady alike, because during this time, uh, they actually didn't, the peasants didn't drink the wine. Okay, so officially this sort of, the reason this came about was because uh, like a century ago, the plague, plague happened. So of course people sort of, it got banned, but you know, the Hussites wanted it back. And then the third is poverty of the clergy and expropriation of church property, which is a big thing and a big deal, you know, the big powerful church, which had a bunch of money and suddenly these upstarts want to just take it away from them because according to the word of God, that's just wrong. And of course, punishment for mortal stints, regardless of stature. So no more indulgences, you know, that was a big thing, you know, uh, during this time, uh, why they revolted. It's just indulgences, what? You're just going to pay your sins away? That's crazy. And so that's, that's, that's basically the basis of the Hussite rebellion. Would you say Jan has anyone that he cares about, some people he knows? cares about everyone but he doesn't have any like people that he knows he kind of i mean he maybe has people who know him and who follow him but he well, one thing i didn't mention is that he's he's probably like would be certifiably insane right now you know what i mean like but not in a uh -huh. cuckoo fish mouth bouncing off walls like bugs money kind of way but like to him he's almost like a sociopath right now where he thinks that like everyone's just around him to help progress the cause, you know? So he doesn't have like normal relationships with people. People may have relationships with him, but in his mind, it's almost like he can't make a connection with people like that. So, but he cares about people in a weird way, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like if he was to meet someone and like someone would be like, Oh, I want to talk to you. And he'd be like, eh. he wouldn't really talk to him. He wouldn't like really see it. But then he would think, well, it's my goal to make sure this person is taking care of like a flock, you know, like mm -hmm. Jesus mm -hmm. and his flock. So, yeah. So he's sort of like a traveling preacher. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's totally traveling around and he's going around and he has like fame of two because of that. Like he's been known mm -hmm. to travel and okay. speak yeah. and yeah, and fire the troops up, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That's really cool. Really interesting. And so now that he's going back or was he ever uh, at Tabor or, or do you think he's going there for the first time? Uh, he, he is the head who's like capital. You yeah. said he's probably yeah, been there. Basically. Then. He's probably been there, I would say, because like like this is his, you know what I mean? This is his drawing. So yeah, he'd probably been there before. Okay, then. So he's in a way almost returning home. Yes, yes. To the mothership. Yes, definitely. Okay, okay. So then and now we can go on to the character sheets and the explanations thereof. So we'll start with Sir Reinhardt then. So again, um, the concept I had was basically night modern, um, nobility but uh do you want me to start with like the attributes or yeah just you know uh start with the attributes say what you picked for each row uh why you picked that or this why you picked the primary stuff like that sure yeah i i made them pretty balanced um uh intelligence wits resolve are all twos um he has a three in strength because oh uh, he's he's a young man um he most of his life has been um, spent training for knighthood, and uh, he has um, decent dexterity and decent stamina. He's trained um, running around with his, uh, with full harness on if needed, um, and he's pretty fit. Um, 
So that's Dex 2, Stamina 3. Uh, presence, I put 3. He, being the young strapping lad of noble birth that he is, really does command a room, especially with inferiors around him. Um, manipulation and composure are both uh, at 2, which is fairly average for the time. As far as skills, um, mental skills was basically his dump. Um, he concentrated more on the physical aspects that um, were afforded to him. And up until recently, when he made his pilgrimage, book learning wasn't something that he did. He had people to do that for him. Um, he never had to um, learn about uh, running uh, in a state or manner because his older brother, Matthias, um, was the heir. And his younger brother was the one in the clergy. So it left them to kind of just be like the strong arm of the family and the protector. Um, however, um, he has um, a mentor who has taught him the very basics of religion. So one dot in that. Politics, he kind of gets um, who some of the main players in the area are. So he has a dot in that. Um, a dot in a cult because, well, he's heard of some of the, you know, weird things going on in the area. and adopted investigation so he has at least half a brain when he's um, looking for all, all those weird things i mentioned uh physical was his primary um got one dart dot in archery um his family is big into hunting um his uh, what's it called his heraldry depicts um a boar which ironically his father was killed in a hunting accident by a boar he shot um, a bow a few times and even had the chance to shoot a gun once. Um, athletics, uh, we got two dots in that. Uh, put a specialty of uh, moving while in armor because that might be important. Got uh, one dot in brawl because, you know, every once in a while you need to punch a dude. Um, survival, one. Um, in this time, you know, it's, it's good to know how to, like, build a fire and, you know, what not what which water not to drink from weaponry um is his main one i put four dots in there he's been training um in force of arms since he was a very young person and his um the whole the whole um concept is that he is a murder machine if he hit if the mood strikes him or um or it's required of him i also put uh two dots into ride um he He's been around horses all his life. He owns three himself. Um, I, I went into naming him. He has a big black destrier named Hal who doesn't really um, ride him um, unless he's like going into battle. Um, but for the most part would probably be left unridden and led by his squire. Um, Gray Rouncy named um, Jan, <laughs> funny enough, is his... Uh, it's a uh, common check name, so... Yeah, is his uh, r riding horse, and he also has a small brown subtern named Courage. Um, going down to uh, social, um, because of his position, um, he's has a moderate um, amount of social skills. Animal Ken too. He's been around horses, as I said earlier. He has really nothing in empathy and expression because, well. His head gets filled with all these um, ideas, both religious and political, but he doesn't really understand um, the position of other people. He doesn't get the plight of the common folk and those way above him, like kind of has like a blind loyalty to his family. So he doesn't really, 
he's not able to understand um, their position or express his own really well. So he's more of like a doer. I mentioned earlier, um, got two dots of intimidation um, with a specialty in bullying peasants using uh, his station to his advantage again. Uh, one dot in persuasion and two in socialize. He knows his way um, um, around etiquette well enough. Going up to merits, I put uh, two in resources, which is two more um, dots than 90% of the known world has at this time. Um and then I put a uh, one dot in retainer. He is a young squire uh, who's named Peter. He really abuses the crap out of Peter. Um, he is probably just assigned him and like had to accept him as a squire um, just to like fulfill a family obligation. But he thinks the boy is more than useless. Um, I put two dots um, into status. He is a bachelor knight in service to his brother. And that means quite a lot to him. Um, that probably goes into play about why he kind of, uh, although his family is moderate Hutzites, at the time moderate Hutzites basically considered themselves Catholics for the most part. But he believes that um, he is better than most people. And he has um, two dots um, in mentor. He has a confessor priest as a companion. Um, the priest's name is Father Thomas, and he's basically like his confidant he, he's the one he will confess all his many sins to and the one whose approval and guidance he really looks forward um, to in this life okay thank you for that now chris can you tell us more about jan yes for jan i put in five dots under his social attributes so he has a foreign presence he's like i said very uh, charismatic. He knows how to speak to people. That even with that scar across his face, it almost like draws people into noticing him even more. He has like a real like fiery eyes, which really are kind of barely containing the insanity in his head. But he's very like energetic at all times. He has a two in manipulation, a two in composure. Then I put four dots under uh, the mental. I put two dots under intelligence, two dots in wits. And then he has three dots in resolve. He's very determined with his cause. Like he has no ulterior motive. He, he To him, this is this is it. It's all everything. His life, his existence is all this. And then for attributes, he has one in strength, two in dexterity. And he has three in stanima. I, I, I think he has three in stanima because he's like, it's part of that determination. Like I said, that resolve that he has for everything. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, he's a tough yeah. guy, survived a blow to the head, you know, yeah, yeah. probably, uh, basically his whole adult life has been war. Yeah. It has been war and definitely. And now that he travels all the time too, to speak to people and he's constantly on the road, almost like a modern day musician. He's just, he's got that stamina to go with it for skills. I put uh, 11 under social. I put two in empathy. He is somewhat empathetic. He knows the plight of the people. I put four in expression with a specialty of religious. He's really good at expressing. I, I even plan out of character. I plan to like print out random Bible quotes and just have them as reference. So I could like, you know, see and use them in game. Uh, he, uh, he looks at any moment, he, any moment to him, any moment that presents itself to, 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 to tell a parable or to use it as an example to convert or to preach, he'll, he'll take it, but not in an annoying way. He's not one of those guys like, Oh God, this guy's going off again. If he sees a moment where people are needing to hear it or whatever, he'll do that. Uh, he has two in intimidation. I'd like to, he does intimidate people because like I said, he believes and the, uh, four articles he's 
fashionably believes in the punishment of the deadly sins. And he believes that sometimes it's death. You know what I mean? He And he thinks that no matter the, the status of someone in society, if they commit a deadly sin, such as murder, they should die. If they commit theft, their hands should be cut off. If they commit adultery, they should die. Like he, it, it is all or nothing in his head. And so he'll intimidate people into like following him in those because I can imagine he may say someone needs to die, people will be hesitant, and then he'll use the the fire and brimestone to be like, they must die, you know, for the cause, they must die kind of thing. Persuasion, too, with a specialty of giving, he's really persuasive about get, having people give to those less fortunate. You know, he doesn't take it for himself, you know what I mean? But he'll take it to, for, for people to find a way to help out their, their brothers and their sisters. And he has a dot and socialize. He can socialize if need be. He doesn't try to like do it as much, but he can. He has seven in mental with one dot in investigation, two dots in a cult. I don't know why he would have two dots in a cult. I would just think with how religious he is. Uh, it could be possible, you know. Uh, the masquerade really wasn't a thing back then, uh, stuff like that. Yeah. So you're walking around, you're doing a lot of traveling. You could just notice things, you know. Maybe that looks a bit odd, you know. Their lord's a bit standoffish. Mm-hmm. Those Catholics seem to like a Spaniards a lot from yeah. fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel you with with the yeah. Okay, we could say that he's seen some shit, you know. Yeah. Just traveling the roads, the roads, man. They tell you some secrets sometimes. Uh, then he has uh, four dots and politics with especially in church politics. You know, he's very up and tuned on it. So then physical, he put four in physical. He has a uh, brawl, one in brawl, one one in stealth, one in survival, one in weaponry. I, I, he doesn't know why he has those skills, but it's probably from his past life that he has. They probably deteriorated. Who knows? He, he just knows that he feels natural with that. Merits, he has three in language, which is Latin, which you can read and speak very fluently and write. You know, He has two in fame. He's known in the in the circles of the cause and he has a one in resources just enough to travel around he doesn't want any more in resources and other than that yeah i'm that's that's my character brother dion okay then so sir reinhardt what do you think uh or well craig what do you think sir reinhardt's reaction will be uh once he starts hearing something in his head you know offering him things um he probably think um that it's the word of god um you know like saying hey if uh, if you do my work here on earth um rewards will uh come to you in heaven okay that's interesting <laughs> what do you think reinhardt's weaknesses when it comes to this uh sort of what do you think he's going to be tempted with Oh gosh, um, what would tempt him? I mean, he he in his mind he is the holy warrior of um, of God, and he's been serving on behalf of his family. But he'd probably be tempted by like you know either greater status or um, like people to finally understand like his views even though he doesn't understand them himself, he's really seeking the approval of his mentor and he knows that he is a sinful man, but maybe if he just tries hard enough, he'll be able to um, convince um, him and by proxy God that he is worthy of uh, eternal paradise. Pride to death cometh before the fall. Yeah, I was, I was considering uh, making um, like pride his vice, but I really saw him as an, 
like a really wrathful person, especially with the common folks. So <laughs> I had to go with that. You can go with uh, two vices when you have a demon in your head, I'm sure. <laughs> Chris? All of the vices. <laughs> so he would, I don't know how he interpret the voice. Maybe he thinks it's angels. Maybe he thinks it's God. I mean, the dude literally is fucking insane right now. Maybe he just has been hearing voices and thinks it's just another angel talking to him. It's God leading to him. It's, he, I don't know how he would rationalize it. I know that sounds like a cheap answer, you know, but like. No, it's, it's fine. Of, it's fine. You know, we'll yeah. see what comes up. We'll see what comes of it. it exactly how it's addressed yeah. to him and, and so on but i do know his temptation is the total destruction and downfall of the catholic church like it needs to go away it is the it is the problem of so many things it is the most greediest it's taken jesus message and made it monetized it and and now you know fat spaniards and italians are living the life of of kings while their brothers and sisters are suffering you know tilling the earth for them those are some big objectives. We'll see what comes of that. I'm, really sure it's, I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be successful, right? I mean, like, <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Okay, then. Uh, I think uh, that's it for now. So thank you for watching, listening. The demons already know who they'll be possessing, and the viewers also know who the demons will be possessing. Uh, I'll leave you in the dark for now. Uh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you for listening or watching, and, you know, bye. Oh, hello again, folks. I'd like to tell you about the Facebook group we run called White Wolf and Onyx Path RPGs, Gameplay, and Media. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts, or just media in general, that deals with your favorite White Wolf role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded? One that won't be drowned out by random posts and discussions, so that your media could give the attention you deserve. The group is specifically run with the sole intent of it being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. The group is already immense and continuing to rapidly grow, with new media being shared every day. Stop on by, we hope to see you there.